Hey, what's going on? It's Brian Jump, SAI Service Marketing Podcast. How you been? What's shaking? Everything good? You know what we do here? Let me tell you. We talk service, we talk marketing. That's it. And we talk a lot more stuff. We actually talk a little bit about baseball, family. I do a little restoration, automotive restoration. I'll babble about that a little bit. But I try to stay on topic. If I don't, just reach through the mic, the speaker there, and give me a little slap slap. Um, it's Friday, guys. TGI, fuck yes. Um, excited about the weekend. Got some things going on. Don't want to share it right now. Don't want to spoil it. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty damn pretty damn hyped. Um, had a good week. A lot of good uh, a lot of good business. A lot of good uh, experiences. Met some nice people. Had some friends uh, come through. It was fun, man. It's just it's always fun. I'm I'm a people person. I like to meet new people. And I, th- I, don't, I think it's hard to hide that. I think if you don't like people and you're in a people business, good freaking luck. You, you better be an Academy Award winner. And I've seen people do that. It's like, oh, man, it's so good to see you. And Toronto go, say, fuck my life. I hate people. It's like, wow, how did you do that? But uh, no, it's not me. I am not an Academy Award. I'm not a, uh, an SB. I, I, I'm not going to win any awards because I'm not an actor. I basically just shoot it straight. Right from the hip, six shooter, double barrel, whatever you want to say, whatever your weapon of choice is. But anyway, today, without further ado, we're going to talk something more specific to the paintless dent repair uh, industry, guys. So if you're service marketing, this may not be an episode that may, it may not delight and, and tickle the senses. But if you, if you want to hear something just kind of off topic, come on in. You might get some things that might still cross over because I still like to kind of, and actually it will, it will. So you know what? Hang on, hang on there for a minute. Don't, don't just pull the mic yet. All right, so this is for people specifically who want to learn something. They want to learn it faster than normal, okay? We only have there's a finite amount of time in our lives, unless one of you figured out the limitless pill or you get a time machine or whatever. Other than that, or you're you know from one of the Twilight movies, you're in a vampire. But beyond those scenarios, listen in. Unless you're those guys, then yeah, I'll just tell you, man. Congrats. Um, I literally think you can learn paintless dent repair or any topic within reason three to five times faster than normal. And I base this upon my experience of 30 years, that's three decades, if for those of you that aren't math proficient, and thousands of people. I've got a pretty good sample size. Uh, your mileage may vary, YMMV, but this has worked well for me and it may suit others out there. So if you're thinking about, if you're a noob, uh, you got one of our emails that said, hey, come check out the podcast. Well, and you're listening to a new episode, this is right at you. Billy, Bob, Mike, whatever. Whatever your name might be, Sally. Um, so people that realize that, that their personal time has value will realize that they're probably not going to take video training to start or they're not going to try to be self-taught. Those that either just don't have the money and they're in a third world country, like, man, this is the, Brian, this is the only way I'm going to learn this. I'm in South America. I'm in Panama. And I want to learn the PDRs, but I cannot afford. Okay, get, guess what? Julio, I get it. Congrats. I'll do whatever I can to help you remotely. But for those that have discretionary income and can pay for a course, there's absolutely no reason to be self-taught. There's absolutely no reason to be doing a video course because that's the slow boat to China. It really is. So let's say you want to learn any content. You could either read it. Or, or you know, experience it or listen to it. We all have senses, right? 
you can't taste content unless it's you know cooking and you can't smell content unless you're like in uh, perfumes or aromatherapy or something like that so take those aside those two senses aren't going to probably help us out too much in painless dinner prayer you can't taste what we do and if you did you would be very dissatisfied and then i would think at least and then of course you can't you can't smell it either and if you can there's there's problems so take those aside sight touch and listening you definitely use all those senses and the more you can intertwine those senses the better you're going to learn it okay so it's it's just and this goes for any kind of learning guys that's why i said it's not just for pdr so all right so in pdr we typically use touching sight and hearing when i talk about touching not too much each other i am talking about the panels okay your body panels and i'd say 90 percent is sight and touch with the sight the majority of the process Hearing is also helpful because it gives you insight and forms, you know, uh, guidance from the instructor. Okay. And that's why two-way conversation is paramount. If you have video or, or any, any recorded content, that, that's, that's such a sliver of, of uh, it, there's no course correction. You know, yeah, he told me to, to do this, this, and this. And I really didn't completely understand because I'm not a sheet metal wizard. You know, I'm a UPS driver. I didn't know what the fuck he meant. By the time I reached out to him, you know, it's been three days, you know, or it's been six hours or whatever. It's still, you need immediate, timely course correction and guidance. You really do. Otherwise, the learning is going to suffer immensely. And like I said, this is experience talking. And I, you know, I, I, I don't usually just say what's good for you or them or whatever. I usually just say what's, what's served me well. And that's pretty much kind of what I'm saying still. I'm saying what served me and my students well, and it may help you guys. It may not. Maybe you want to do video training. Great. I hope it works out. But anyway, so one of the best ways to retain content is to read it and then, you know, and then listen to it, aka read a book and then go with a, um, an audio book or an audio version of it, right? You know, like Kindle or whatever. So when you're training, listen to the guidance and repeat the, the actions with your sight and touch and then write down the key points and reread them again and then say them out loud. It sounds stupid simple, guys, but this is how you crash crash study for, for a test in college or beyond. Okay, it, it's, it's nuts how, how well this will actually help you learn. And, and that's, that's half of what I'm saying right now. That, that's going to double your learning speed, right? What I just told you, okay? Obviously, all things equal. Your your person, your trainer, the guidance counselor who's guiding you in whatever content you're trying to learn, they better be top of their game. They better be able to, you guys better be able to communicate. The language in which they speak better be timely and impactful and in the correct sequence. Without that, those are other things all, all on their own. But get that, I'm assuming that the instructor is talented and knows what they're doing and can give you the proper guidance sequentially and communicatively, if you will. Try spelling that one. Um, all right, so that's the first half. Second half, okay, this is not just, this is something I learned, but I, I really enjoyed seeing it when I realized that Harvard, who I kind of respect, I mean, I don't know, I'm, I'm a teacher, I mean, I, you know, my school, it's right there, Harvard level, but, uh, or not, but, 
But when Harvard says something that I felt was correct and basically echoed back to me, I'm like, holy crap, I've been doing this right this the last you know, 18, 20 years. It took me probably honestly, I feel bad for the first group of students, although they still learned it, they probably didn't learn it as easily. But after the first probably eight years, for the last 22, I've been on my game. I learned. Talk about course correction. I didn't only teach people, but they taught me how to be a better teacher. I'm going to say that again. I didn't just teach, but I paid attention. And the results of the students taught me to be a much better teacher. So it does matter how long somebody's been teaching. I'm not saying it's it's that's the truth for everybody. If some people are just going to teach and go through the motions and they don't care, they don't want to be better, they don't want to grow, no, they're probably not going to get any better. But that being said, that being said, it is really crazy how, how much better we've gotten at getting people down the road. So Harvard says fail fast, fail often, and learn the content, whatever you're trying to learn. Okay, It's not about being pitch perfect at the beginning. It's about throwing yourself in, immersing yourself, and the more, com the more common... Uh, not common, it's not really what I want to go for, but you want to repeatedly basically get in and try and try and try until you succeed. And don't worry about being perfect. And the crazy thing about PDR is it's such a heightened craft that borderline art that a lot of people think that you're supposed to strive for perfection right out of the gate. And that's not the path, kids. That's not the yellow brick road. It is not. No, that's not the stairway to heaven. It is not. That's the footpath to hell, kids. It's the long freaking freaking shitbox road to slow-ass learning. I've talked to so many techs who have told me, man, it took me six months to a year. Or it took me two years before I've done it. And I'm looking at my mic. Like, tell me what you did. Tell me what your training was like. Tell me like the first month. I don't even need to hear three, four, five, six. What were you doing? And they weren't taking out dents in their first month. And I'm just thinking to myself, Why? What, what was you being guided to? And it usually boils down to is right out of the gate, they're trying to do perfect work and they're, they're encouraged to do that. And that's so wrong, according to Harvard, like I said. And this has served me, like I said, I'm, here's another disclaimer. This has served me and my students. Maybe you're different, okay? Maybe you're different. Maybe not. I will say that. The trick is with my students, the ones that I've had success with, is they need to put aside their ego. The ego stops them from failing. But I really want to do good work. That's why I'm here. I want to do good work. I'm like, I realize that. And this is going to be very difficult for you. But you have to put on the shelf that desire to do good work and just listen to what I'm saying and give yourself the faith to me, baby. Because we're going to mess some shit up. And we're going to do it several hundred, if not thousands of times. And then eventually it's going to click and then you can get on that yellow brick road, stairway to heaven. And it'll be days of, of growth versus months or years. It, it is the slow boat to China in our industry and many others where you're trying to be perfect out of the gate. Fail. Because technically it's not even failing, but our, in our brains we feel we're failing. And, you know... Perception is reality, right? Well, I feel I'm failing, so therefore, I'm a failboat. No, you're not. No, you're not. So let's recap this shit. And then we're going to high-five each other. We're going to do a little group hug. Okay? There's going to be cupcakes out in the lobby. 
and then I need you to get, to get to work. All right, so here we go. Recap. Repeat all the impactful points of training in various mediums. Okay, that's the first half of this, to learn something fast. And then the last thing is fail fast, fail often. Do those two things, and you will be 3 to 5x, if not better. I just dropped the mic right now. There's a very silent but strong applause coming deep from out in the, in the valley out there of people who are listening. I appreciate those applause. Grab a cupcake, a proverbial cupcake, you will. I appreciate you tuning in. Have a great weekend, and I will catch you on the next. Hopefully, we'll, before I sign out, hopefully we're supposed to have an interview, I think, next week. So you might hear a different voice. How nice, right? Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next SAI, Service Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now.